that that which he has to accomplish tonight in the life of every believer here will be done. Let nobody here under the sound of my voice go back same as they came. Touch their lives, touch their business, touch their family, touch whatever they are into. Let the devil know that indeed you are interested in their lives. We thank you, O Lord Spirit, for an answer prayer. Amen. Be seated in the heaven praise. Tonight, I'm continuing with the message I preached on last Sunday. The Holy Spirit. But tonight, I'm talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. After you have become born again, or after that you have been saved, God give you somebody who will be with you to indicate that now you have become born again. So when you lift up your hands and say, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior, come into my heart. We are talking about the person of the Holy Spirit coming into your life. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes into our life, what happens? We are, we are going to look into details, the ministry of the Holy Spirit or the person of the Holy Spirit, what it does in our lives. When it comes into our life, when it comes to abide with us, when it comes to take charge over our lives, what happens to us? Is it just there to tell us that we have sinned? Is the Holy Spirit just there or what is the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives? I'm talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The last night I spoke about the Father. Jesus said, according to John chapter 14, verse number 16, he said, I am going, but I will not leave you as an orphan. I will give you another comforter. Say, another comforter. I will give you an, another comforter which will be with you. And I explained last Sunday that when the Bible says that another comforter in the Greek word it is called parakritos. And when we say a comforter or a helper it can be Jesus was the one speaking. So I explained to you that it can be that Jesus is going to send another comforter of a different kind. Not necessarily him. Or he can say himself a comforter of the same kind. Because you realize that he said, I pray and I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter. Father will give you another comforter another comforter and I said this another comforter so now you know that Jesus is a comforter is it clear are we establishing that Jesus is a comforter because I will pray that he will give you another comforter so the father is saying he will give you another comforter it means that he himself is a comforter and what comforter is he going to give us is it of the same 
person is the same comforter which the disciples have already experienced or is going to give us another comforter with a different kind, not the one that they have already experienced. I don't know whether you are, you are, you are getting it. <laughs> Jesus said, I'll pray the Father will give you another comforter. So we have established upon that Jesus is a comforter. And if Jesus is a comforter, he says, going to give us another comforter. Is it that comfort, is it going to be the same one that the apostles have already experienced? Is it the same comforter or a different comforter? And I said that in the Greek word for comforter means paragritos. And paragritos in Greek, in, in Greek means that another comforter. But is it another comforter of the same kind? And I said that when he say heteros paracritos, it means another comforter of a different kind. But the, the Greek word which Jesus used in John chapter 14 verse 16, it is aros paracritos. It means that another comforter of the same kind. Is it clear? Exactly. So, Jesus said that I will give you another comforter. And this comforter is going to be with you. So, even if I leave, you are not alone still. The reason why we are not alone is because the same way Jesus was beside the disciples, going from one place to another place, is the same way he's with us today. Comforter in the Greek word, somebody who is called to go along with. To go along with. So Jesus said that I will give you another comforter who will go along with you. That is why when you become born again, one thing that you need to know that you are never alone. You are never alone. That's why you must, you must experience the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Shall the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Say the ministry of the Holy Spirit. It is very crucial. It's something that you cannot do away with. And these are the three things you must get and must understand. Listen, if you don't understand this Holy Spirit ministry, <laughs> your Christianity can never be meaningful. Because there can never be a meaningful Christianity without the Holy Spirit. It can never be. So these things don't take it for granted. You need to put down things, write it, write the quotation, get the point. Because listen, without Holy Spirit, there is no Christianity. you stay in your room and cry every day we think that God has not God doesn't mind how can God how, how will God bring you to this earth he God created the heavens and the earth and brought you here and said he doesn't care about you I mean it doesn't make sense when the Holy Ghost is missing your life you can make all funny statements I'm telling you when the Holy Ghost is missing your life, listen, 
You can't be discerned to know right teachings and wrong teachings. Because Bible said all the things of God spiritually descended. You can't descend, you can't know a right teachings and wrong teachings when the Holy Ghost is not leading you. Because why? Sometimes the operations are very sciatic or siamic. It's it, it just like twins. Because they are all the, listen, they do suffer spirit. It is almost the same as the Holy Ghost. Home, but he just disobedient spirit. That's all. I'm telling you. Lucifer is coming from where? <laughs> it's coming from where? It's coming from God. From the Genesis, from the before the foundations of the earth, listen, there was no devil. God, when Adam came, there was no devil on ground. What are you talking about? There was no devil on ground. Lucifer fell before he said, Now the accuser of the brethren is cast down. So before then, there was no devil, there was no witchcraft. There was so, there was nothing that killed him. So all these things we explain today, listen to me. And God has given us something to fight. That is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So John 14, verse 16, 7 said, And I will, I, I will pray the Father, He will give you another comforter that may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth. It seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. But ye knoweth what? But ye what? For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Is it is here? But ye know him, but ye what? But why? He's talking to the disciples, but you know him. You, you, you know him. You can never assess the help of somebody you do not know. I know him. And you must know him. And he must be in you. This is the premise. Before you can be a comforter to you. He said, he said, if in the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it's seeing not it's seeing him not, neither knoweth him. How can you receive the one you don't even know? The world cannot receive him one because they do not know him. But as for you, you know him. He dwelleth with you, and ye shall be in him. So Christianity is not just I've dressed, I'm going to church. Christianity is about I that support us, the people, giving the act. It's a sense you become born again. Have ye received the Holy Spirit? And the people said, we have not even heard about it. I don't know him. You can be in the church, but you do not know him. Because it's not a matter, it's not a matter of Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Listen, it's a life. You must know him, you must have fellowship with him. And 
He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since he, since he believed? So you can believe and not receive the Holy Ghost. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, today I'm taking my time to take you through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. Go for I am filled with the Holy Ghost. I speak in tongues. <laughs> Move on, verse number three. Verse three. And he asked, Into what baptism? Then were ye were ye baptized? They said, Into John's baptism. Verse four. Verse four. I love this one. Give me the um, uh, normal King James. Unless I tell you so. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. Uh -huh. when, they, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they speak with tongues and prophesied. Listen, what evidence of the Holy Ghost dwelling is that you speak in tongues? Don't let anybody see that. Eh, Must everybody receive it? Listen to me. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you speak in tongues. Check all the scriptures. Anytime the Holy Ghost came, the people spoke in tongues. Okay. Uh, and the Holy Ghost can, can the Spirit be in, in you and you, you cannot speak in tongues and whatever. Don't deceive yourself. We are practicing Bible. We are not practicing people's theology and opinions. What you have seen in the Bible is what you must believe. If you don't listen, last uh, uh, Sunday evening we called on Holy Ghost. Some of them who were not who were not speaking in tongues before, they got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They began speaking in tongues. The Holy Ghost came. You called him, and he came. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody here saw that that day. We called on the Holy Ghost. We just called on him. And, and, and the man came. Every day. That man, when you talk about him, eh, he will disappear. There was one time in the house of the Corinthians, and Peter was talking about the Holy Ghost, about Jesus. Bible said, why Peter was still speaking? And the Holy Ghost came. Bye. <laughs> uh, I see Holy Ghost coming upon you. <laughs> These are things you, you should not joke with you. This one, it is more than anything you get in life. Hey, Holy Ghost, the person of God. Holy Ghost is God. 
is God. It's God. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, and the Holy Ghost came on them, and they speak with tongues and prophesied, and heard, and heard. I see the Holy Ghost coming upon somebody. You will stand in your house and prophesy into your job. You will stand in that house and prophesy into children. I said, you will stand in that office and you shall prophesy. Receive the spirit of prophecy. I said, receive the spirit of prophecy. Amen. There is a spirit of prophecy. It's not about just talking about your name is Simon. No. The spirit of prophecy. God can lead yourself speaking to this thing. The Lord came to Zechariah. He said, Zechariah, look at the bones. Shall they live? And the Lord, Zechariah said, that no one. He said, no. Thou shalt speak into this thing. And when you speak, fresh shall come. And Zechariah 37. Zechariah. Ezekiel, rather so, Ezekiel started prophesying to dry bones, and Bible said, as he prophesied, bones to bones came. Oh, oh, shall prophesy, shall prophesy. I am telling you, you are a prophet. Don't let anybody deceive you. He didn't mention the name of, of any bones. He says, say, say to the bones that you shall live. And Bible says, as he say it, it comes to pass. <laughs> Is it there? And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. Oh, carry me in the heart, in the heart, spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Verse 2, and caused me to pass by them run about, and behold, there were many, many in the open valley. Lo, they were very dry. Verse 4, very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? Can these bones live? Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Oh Lord God, thou knowest. Verse 4, he said, Again, he said unto me, Prophesy upon this bones. Say, Prophesy. Shout, say, Prophesy. Shout, Prophesy. Say, Prophesy. He said, Prophesy to these bones. And say, and say, and heart, say, and heart. So what is this prophetic? It must be led by spirit and say things. What is the essence of the Holy Ghost in you? You sleep with it. Wake up and you are crying. And there are dry bones around your life. To you, your dry bones, it could be that business that is not coming alive. To you, your dry bone, it could be that child you're looking for. To you, that dry bone, it could be that ministry. You understand what I'm talking about? To somebody, his dry bones is that he has finished school and looking for appointment. That is your dry bone. To somebody also, it's a young pastor is looking for anointing. Oh. <laughs> it's Ezekiel prophesy. And say, and say, the spirit of 
prophecy. One of the things the Holy Ghost does is that it gives us utterance. You remember me in prayers that that God shall give unto us the utterances from the above. You have kept quiet too much. You have kept quiet for too long. You are not getting nice, good sleep, but you have kept quiet too long. Do you understand what I'm talking about? One day, I needed a certain man. I told you some time ago. And I was, they were, happy, they were in conference room. And I was at outside. I said, ah, I don't want to disturb. And I stood outside. And I mentioned the name of the person three times. And I said, Holy Ghost, arrest him and bring him out. Immediately I finished prophesying, I saw the man coming out. Somebody in this house, listen, somebody in this house must be able to lift oil and, and stand at his house entrance and say, No words shall cross over this house. <laughs> and as you prophesy it shall be because you are no ordinary person the spirit of the Lord I said my spiritual father said something he said uh, yes he built a house in Accra this man is in where what country US or whatever he asked my spiritual father to go and dedicate it. He said, when he went to the house, he took oil and crossed, he said, as I cross over the entrance of this house, no beast, no witch, no wizard will cross over this place. And he drew the line. Finished the oil. It was done. You know what? He said one day the man was inside the house and a cobra crossed. Immediately he crossed the land or crossed or turning him like this and died instantly. <laughs> oh, you are not in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you are not in the house of God. Listen, there are things you are afraid of. Actually, they are afraid of you. The people, you call them witches and wizards. Please, they are afraid of you. Sister, I am telling you, because of the Holy Spirit you carry, they are all afraid of you. But you do not know that that Oconfort is afraid of you. You do not know that that which is afraid of you. And you are sitting there and you are, you are rather afraid of them. Paul, Paul, can, Paul can look, Bible said it, and Paul who was filled of the Holy Spirit, he looked at this man who was tormenting the government of the city. Blindness. Simon, the sorcerer, confusing people. Paul, look at this. You are the one that is 
frustrating the people, stopping people, opposing people from coming to me. Today, today, and you know how the Bible said it? And Paul, who was filled with the Holy Ghost. He, 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 he spoke and said, today, I struck him with my blindness. And instantly, Bible said, do you know what Bible said? And darkness fell upon his eyes. And you could not go than to look for somebody to help me. <laughs> that is the one day. Then, go back to verse 8. Verse 8. But Elimas, the sorcerer, for so is his name by interpretation, who stood them, who hurt. He was preventing people from coming to receive the gospel. Seeking to turn away the deputy from the faith. Verse 9. That saw who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. Hey, today, I see you setting your eyes on something. I don't know what it is today in the house or the other coming. I see you setting your eyes on something. I see you setting your eyes on something. Do you know what I'm about to do? Anything tormenting your life, you begin to torment them. Nonsense. Some of you listen. You have nursed nonsense and given birth to foolishness. Why you dear chair? Sister, why you dear chair? No man to me, Cosmo. Uncasa, Uncasa. Yes, he says, Uncasa with two more. You are your bonnet. I open your mouth and I will lead the spirit of prophecy upon your life. You shall prophesy. Pastor, what is this nonsense? And said, Oh, full of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil. Thou enemy of all righteousness, would thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? Question mark. Eleven. I said, Now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon me, and thou shalt be blind. And thou shalt be heard, and thou, thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately death fell on him, a mist and a darkness. And he went about seeking someone to lead him by the hand. <laughs> Paul, filled with the heart, Holy Ghost. Oh, who see you are filled with the Holy Ghost? What are you doing with the Holy Ghost? Sister, what are you doing with the Holy Ghost? Paul said, This nonsense, this, this nonsense must stop. Dr. Lonsetti's team, the nonsense must stop. There's somebody in your family, 
He's just tormenting your life. With that Quran, I'm like, I am telling you, frustrating you. Well, from all these things. Anybody frustrating your life? Any nonsense around your family? Jesus. From now to the next seven days? Yes. Make that die premature. Amen. Amen. They will die. Was filled of the Holy Ghost. Have a seat. He was filled of the Holy Ghost. And he really made use of it. You can't be filled of the Holy Ghost and be afraid of a lot of things. No, 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 no. Are you in the house of God at all? Yes. Shout Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Shout the Holy Ghost. Shout the Holy Ghost. When you carry this Holy Ghost, I was so wow. I was so wow. I did we. I was swear. I was say. They must bow down to you. When you enter into any office, they must bow down to you. Now listen to me. They, they must bow down to you. When you carry Holy Ghost, you can't carry God and you are begging. Sister, brother, that be, it doesn't work. Now, when you go to Emma also, now when you tell me this, you say, I did not give unto you the heart of what? Uh-huh, continue and what and of what power you cannot you cannot be a carrier of the Holy Ghost and you are so timid I will take it and eat cook it and eat When the one church member go to his office, he had to swim and say, one church member, go swim and say, he had to swim and say, he had to swim and say, he had to swim and say, Papa, I do my office and I had to go. I said, I said, look for an entrepreneur. Now, I don't have to go to the house. I don't have to go to the house. I don't have to go to the house. As I lift it like I say, anybody that has done divination, no enchantment against you, no your business, may they pay with their price. They will pay with their own safe. Pour the oil on it and sanctify it. After they, you clear the thing, you super then you go to where. So no be a kuyum for one walk shake a canon about after tonight I see the ministry of the Holy Ghost helping your life you you elimas this what you're doing is stupid son of the devil you who 
hate all righteousness. But it be I was all describing the Satan. I'm all the men who are You always seek to pervert the people from the right ways of the Lord. This is not biblical. And was quote Bible, no dinaso. Because when you quote the Bible and you describe the circumstance in which you find yourself and you quote the Bible, you are making case before God. Case. Shout Jesus. Are you blessed anyway tonight? I'm telling you. The Holy Ghost. One in here. Say Holy Ghost. Shout the Holy Ghost. When you receive the Holy Spirit, He becomes your counselor. Give me Amplified Bible for John 14, verse 16. Who is a counselor? Is the one that gives you advice. And this kind of advice will give you. It is a legal advice. So, when he becomes your legal advisor, so now, he says he will give you a comforter. One, that comforter will be your counselor. Say counselor. Say counselor. He will be your legal advisor. So, when you are going to court, he's the one that will you. When you go, say this. Say that. Say this. That's why he said that do not worry yourself for what you see. When the hour comes, the spirit himself. Oh. <laughs> the spirit himself will tell you what to say at that hour. He is your counselor, he's your advisor. He is not a passive advisor, he's a pro. Pro, proactive advisor. He gives you the counsel before the issue comes. But some of us, many of us, listen, who do ghost has not become our counselor. He has become our church member. <laughs> because some of you, you have more friends who are your counselors than the Holy Spirit. To the point that sometimes when you want to make a very important decision in your life, you will call that your friend. Jela, I want to take this table. Do you think it's good? <laughs> you will call your mother. Mama, I want to take this decision. I want you to check whether it is okay. If you leave the ministry of counselors, counseling, which God has given it unto you to be with you and to help you, you are not taking counsel from Him. There are some people who are seated here, the Holy Ghost has never counseled them. Because they, they have not sat down to have fellowship with Him. And therefore, when the Holy Spirit even speaks, they can't even hear. This is the source of all our struggles in life. 
We are hearing men voices, but not God's voice. <laughs> so David made a profound statement in, in Psalm 16, verse number 7. He said, the Lord is my counselor. You can't go and hire a lawyer and pay him and not take his counsel. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Who has given me what? Counsel. Am I preaching at all? Because, listen, as for you, you will not read your Bible in the morning. You will not pray. So the whole, listen to me carefully. So the Holy Ghost is not teaching you. He's not guiding you. He's not counseling you. The reason why you need to humble yourself to point the Holy Ghost will begin to talk to you because there are a lot of things that you, a lot of decisions that Holy Ghost must guide you, lead you to make. There are even things which are not in the Bible. Our daily decisions, our traveling. You want to go to Kumasi, it is not in the Bible. You can't find it here. Kumasi is not in the Bible. Water region is not in the Bible. And you want to travel to water region. You need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. You need it to cancel you. There, there, was, there was a man who was going to water region to visit the mother who was sick. The cold in your mother is sick. And the man was on the way. Were you in the all night? On the way to water region to visit the mother. When he was almost approaching the city, something told the man, return back. Return back. Return back. Don't continue. If you go, you will not come back. He heard the thing clearly. He returned back. And when he returned, he came straight to 190. And when Papa was preaching, he picked the man. He said, listen to me. God has defended you. Because if, listen, he said, if you had gone and not had listened to the voice of God, you would have died because they have plotted for you. That sickness was a plan. whose mother is sick and almost at the city he had returned back the man that he back save his life I will bless the Lord who has given me cancel? Cancel. If God cannot cancel you, then I'm afraid for your life. You don't take any passage from the Bible. You only get up, I am going to work. You only get up, I am going here. You only get up, I am learning. Listen, no book, no book in this world can guide your life. Hey, hey. Because there's no book that you read that you are going to vote a region, almost about a region, and the book will call you back, that return back. No book in the world. No position in life. No good marriage. Only our counselor, our lawyer, Penini, 
our legal advisor. When, we, when the devil wants to take us through some things, it comes to cancel us. Sometimes some lady is coming on the way and God will come to you. Don't touch this person. Sometimes a guy is coming on the way. A guy is coming. The guy has money. This guy has money. He has car. And the Holy Ghost will talk to you. Your life is more precious than the thing this guy is having. Hold your life. David said, I will bless the Lord who has given me cancer. My rooms also instruct me in the ninth seasons. Do you understand this one? My rooms, it me, my inward man also instruct me. And the Holy Ghost can see you also through your inward man. I will bless the Lord who has given me cancer. Yes, my heart instructs me. My heart hurt. So if you're here and your heart cannot instruct you, your inner man cannot instruct you, no instructions, don't go to that place. Or don't go to that place. Don't go for that party. Sometimes you go for interview. The money looks good. And the Holy Spirit says, don't take this job. You make a lot of money physically. You make a lot of money. Say, don't take that job. Sometimes somebody will dash me something. And the Holy Ghost will minister to me, don't take it. Or when you take it, don't use it yourself. Give it out. Strong one. Strong one. As for you, anything people give you, you will not even pray over it. To ask God's counsel, is it eatable or give up? May he help you in your decisions day in and day out. Amen. One of the things that you need God's guidance especially those who are not married in the aspect of your marriage. Because the person you marry in your life, Holy Ghost must guide you. Holy Ghost must consider you. Because the people, when you marry them, they will die early. I'm telling you. There are some people, too, when you marry them, your life will be prolonged. It's a matter of destiny. That's how the Holy Ghost must really guide you. Don't look at the money. I've seen people have married guys with money and they lost their lives. It is no money. It's what God wanted to go that way. 
Is that way the, the will of God? Is, is that the way I should go? It is not money. Listen, money is good. But whether if God is leading you to that money, fine. But if God is not leading you to that money, don't go for the money. Because some of the money, by the time you finish taking it, it will, it will make you become a leper. Your senior master has said, don't take this thing. Don't, don't take it. Descended and, and, and led by the counsel of the Lord. Don't take anything the man has brought. Don't take it. It's not the horses. It's not the gold. It's not the money. Sister, listen to me. Let God talk to you. Because some of the things you are eyeing and going after, it is your death trap in disguise. This man brought, the gift he brought was a package of sickness. And the senior prophet saw it and he didn't take it. He said, return back everything you have brought. And this young prophet, Magahazi, the servant of Elisha, man of God, said, behold, my master, spare his, this Naaman, the Syrian, is not in, in not receiving from his hands what he brought. But as the Lord liveth, I will run after him and get something from him. Oh, Have you seen money? <laughs> Sister, take your time. Oh. Have you seen what money can do to two people? With your horse, you are part of it. Ask the Lord leave it. I swear. I prophesy. Yenjama says, go in and go. Me head pass on Nimsikedia. Me Nimsikedi. Your woman clam on Tesso. Your woman as if for some class. I'll run after him and get something from him. Verse 21. So Gehazi followed after Neman. When Neman saw one, saw one run after him, he lighted down from the chapel to meet him and said, is, is, is all well? And he said, all is well, master. My master has sent, sent me to see. They, ha- they have just come to me from the hill country of Ephraim. Two young men of the sons of the prophet, I pray you, give them a talent of silver and two changes of garment. And Naaman said, be pleased to take two talents. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver into two bags with two changes of garment and laid upon two of his servants and they bore them before Gehazi. So one, and and yet, and he and he and he On the Holy Ghost in young pastors be know some church members, some people, they are not allowing God to talk to them. They are allowing their flesh and the things they are seeing. Their friend has done mook, long one, and then long knees, and long ear, and long hair. 
and Brazilian and Australian. So they too, by all means, they want to do so. This money do we take? No, help me to pray. No, it, because it has become a testimony. That is why you are condemning the man. But some of you too, you are taking money you are not supposed to take. Hey. When your master has returned the money, you have chased the man. Give me my master's sis. Is that the word of God? May the Lord cancel you. I said, may the Lord cancel you. May the Lord speak to you. When you read the book of Acts 11, verse number 11, there was one day that Peter was fasting and praying. And Bible says here that the Spirit came to Paul or said to Paul, Paul, Peter, sorry, the Spirit said to Peter, the Peter didn't want to go. When you read the, the 11 verse early going, he was arguing with God. I'm no, I will not eat anything that is worthy, that is unclean. I will not do, I will not do, I will not do, I will not do, I will not. Yes, Peter was, was arguing with God. But go to verse number 11. Verse number 11. And right then the three men sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house in which we were. And the Holy Spirit instructed me. What do we see here? And the Holy Spirit what? Instructed me to accompany them without least hesitation or misgivings or discrimination. So these six brethren accompanied me also and we went into the man's house. So the Holy Ghost said to him, go with them. Go with them. Because initially, Peter didn't want to go. If you are here, and there hasn't been an instance where you wanted to go somewhere, and the Holy Ghost said, don't go. And there's instances where you didn't want to go, and the Holy Ghost said, go. Then it means that the Holy Spirit is not ministering to you at all. Maybe I hope I will come I will say, "Bibi, catch them." I never say, "I am going to say, Bibi, catch them." I say, "I Bibi, I am going to say, Mami, I am going to say, Mami, I am going to say, Mami, I am going to say, Sometimes, oh, the hossa. Sometimes, oh, hossa. Na, na, bibi, yossa. Sword, na, bompire. Sword, na, bompire. Sword, na, bompire. Sword, na, bompire. And it is not usual, like, and yambra, what a bompire. But, hmm, koko, sa, sword, na, bompire. It means that at that particular point in time, bibi, koswa, one, sorry, ya, ebe, say, no, ma. 
Sometimes no pray. Why are you weak? But I'm going to say sorry, sorry, sorry. Because somebody, a be a do kuni eja amotaya ye be kuno. A be a na wukuni amotai noa wukurusu oni aswa oti mukongkono nyoma. Enti so kwa wali oba ani bemba ono so oti shino so oti shidiya. Who couldn't What's my message? I wouldn't serious? May it never happen to you. And Tinette, what would because you know, I was so big. At least one person should hear the voice of God. God bless in your life and give you a mind and a hearing ears. Hearing ears and hearing mind. This and the spirit begged me, and the spirit begged me to go with them. Nothing doubting, nothing doubting. And the spirit begged me, instructed me. Peter, stop your talk, talk. Go. Go. And verse number 13. And he showed us how he had seen an engine in his house. So, has not heard the voice of the Holy Spirit, you would have still been insisting actually when you're supposed to go. And he said, What kind of question? It was a time that the Holy Ghost was going to happen again. So when he got to the Peter's uh, 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 the colonial's house, he asked him, What happened? Why did you send for me? And started talking and talking and talking. And he said, God said, You should come and teach me and pray for me. And when the man, when Peter started teaching and talking about God and about the Holy Spirit, listen to me, it just landed by everybody in the house got baptized. Corinthians and the second encounter of the Holy Ghost happened because Peter had taken to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Listen carefully, listen carefully. Your encounters, listen, listen this one. If you don't listen anything, listen to this one. Your rare encounters in life would only happen when you hearken to the voice of the Holy Spirit. There can be many services, maybe that particular service ongoing, and the Holy Ghost will tell you, go and drop a seed, 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 and what you are fighting will be a thing of the past. Don't say that I don't have money. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will tell you, empty your account. Don't say I don't have money. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will come to you, go and say this your father, let me pray for you. Don't say I am anointed. God wants to do something in your life. Amen. Amen. 
May the Holy Ghost talk to you. The counsel of the Holy Spirit. Say the counsel of the Holy Spirit. Say the counsel of the Holy Spirit. One major thing the Holy Ghost also comes to do for us that it comes to help us. The Holy Spirit is your helper. Say it's my helper. So somebody, sometimes somebody says, I don't have anybody who is helping me. I am left alone. If you say you don't have anybody, it means that you have included the Holy Spirit. I don't have anyone. Do some people say that? Do people do say that? I don't have a I don't have a husband. I don't have anybody. I'm left alone. Sister. You, you are left alone. If you're alone, you can't survive. May the Lord be your helper. So Jesus Christ come to help us. He comes to help us. Oh yeah, the ministry of God is that when he comes, he helps you. He will help you. He will not just come around you and just uh, what do you call it? Forsake you. No, 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 no. He will make sure that whatever that you need in your life to live well, God will give it to you. And David made a statement in Psalm 46, verse number 1. He said, the spirit of God is the one that helps you when you are in trouble. He is my present help in trouble. God is my refuge and my strength. A very present help in trouble. A very present help in trouble. So the Holy Spirit is your helper. Sometimes you sing the song, My helper, oh, my helper. My helper, oh, my helper. There's something that makes me come into your presence. My helper. You know, we sing. Many people sing the song, but they don't, they don't really understand what they are singing. No, they don't really understand the song that indeed Jesus is your helper. When everybody turns you down, when nothing seems to work, when all is rough, this Jesus, in form of the Holy Spirit, will come and help your life. May the Lord help you. It's your helper. Whatever you are doing, you need to do that. God is your helper. Give me the Amplified Bible for this one. God is our refuge and strength. Mighty and impenetrable to temptation. A very present and well-proved, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. So any trouble you enter in, God will help you out. So one major ministry of the Holy Spirit is to work you out of troubles. 
And I pray that the Holy Spirit will work you out of 